on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. We're going to sell that gamer kid soon, Bathwater. <laughs> no comment. After defeating the mighty cockatrice. Uh, not too long after on the road, you were attacked by the penis beast, <gasps> the cockatrice. We can't have normal names. The beast. G- giant comma penis. The intrepid adventurers lick their wounds. Nug has a broken leg. I I don't think my legs in the best shape. And uncover new mysteries. Strange things have been happening in our village. Uh, You arrive in a time of great strife for my flock. They finally make it to Kaidwin. You're the (laughs) TTRPG equivalent of driving on the wrong side of the road. (laughs) Now. You know what, Reynard? Geralt suddenly said. I also prefer you as you are now. Talking normally. Back in October, you were using infuriating moronic mannerisms. Pardon my word, Witcher. I'm a knight errant, chortled Reynard de Bofrin. Have you forgotten? Knights always talk like morons. An excerpt from The Lady of the Lake by Andrzej Sapkowski. And we're back, live from the cockfight. Oh, no. <laughs> All our contenders are here, resting it off. That's illegal. Kat, nope. your thoughts? I hate you all. That's about right. We'll see you next time on TTRPG SPN. Welcome to episode 11 of season two of the Third Gallon Podcast. Hi. We are hey. hot, Hello. ready are for this banter. Hot. I'm like lukewarm. Because the this. more we talk, go go to, go do a lap. The oh, less I no. have to actually run this game today. Mm-hmm. And you know what? As a GM, as someone who likes to GM, sometimes you just don't wanna. That's that's fine. That's yeah. totally yeah. fine with me. I don't want to do it. I don't like prepping, but I like DMing itself. Oh, I love DMing itself. Uh, I'm not sure if it's my inner control freak my inner obsession with details or what have you. But I love gymming. I actually enjoy gymming a little bit more and being a player. It um, was great. That means I got to be a player soon <laughs> off the bat when we started. But hey, it's like a dream say come you true. were going to be a, a player, Derek. Uh, What's your character Derek's creation process? Uh, you uh-huh. calling me a player? Honey, uh-huh. <laughs> I've been married to you for more than five years. You know for a fact that I have model paint on a shelf in my room. I have no game other than <laughs> game mastering. We were talking uh, before we hit record about making characters because Drow is actually in the process of making a Pathfinder first edition character. Two characters right now. I'm making a level 14 5e character. And a level six Pathfinder first edition character. When, when are you playing the 14th level character? Tomorrow. And you're doing magic stuff? Yes. I do not envy you. Nope. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you poor soul. Um, poor unfortunate. 14, 14th level fighter? Easy. Easy peasy. Piece of cake. Pump that Pick out in your like weapon, 20 minutes pump to 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but we were talking about this. Like, what is all of your, like, processes? Like, how do you go about the process of coming up with a character. I want to go first because I don't have a lot, so I can be quick. Yeah, go, go, go. 
Um, you got this. Go, go, go. I don't really think I have a process. <laughs> My first, like I used to write like stories back and forth with friends and all. And Drow and I did a few that got pretty long. I miss that. Me too. Um, but like when I create a character, I kind of just have like a feeling as to what I want them to be like or an inspiration and then kind of like build a class and race around that. I am notorious for playing humans and humans only just about great. But, uh, I don't know. I just kind of like get a feel for like what I want them to be like. And then I have an idea in my head, but after a couple of sessions, their personality tends to flesh itself out in session. I don't always come in with an idea of who they are. I mean, that's kind of just it. Like I get a feel for who they are, you know, mid session. Like for instance, building Kali, I was like, I want to play an elf who's a totally awesome with a bow type person, like really traditional Lord of the Rings style archer. Uh And I didn't anticipate that she'd become prim and proper and practically a Karen until (laughs) we started playing. But I think she's not a hateful, like she's like part part Karen. Like, you know, these are things you discover as you go. I put an idea in my head. It might change after a session or two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's like, I don't think we've talked about this on air. That's a big part of our process with the show. Um, you'll notice, listeners, that um, both seasons, our characters have started out knowing each other, and we come into it already knowing a little bit how to play. Basically, when we start a new season of the show, um, usually we're doing it when the other season is wrapping up. Yeah. And the process is we all like read through as much of the rules as we can and make characters together in a session zero. And then we also play through a test session with the characters that presumably we're going to play in the final form, but they could change. We usually say this won't be our final character, but they have so far have all been our final they, character. I mean, yeah. I changed some stuff about Viverwin. Yeah. And they do like morph like that, but like kind of it lets you yeah. find your footing. Yeah. Change the name. That is true. That's true. I changed. They were originally Vafrius. That's right. Yeah. I changed the... Um, Vaffy. Yeah. Yeah, Vaffy. I changed Inef from more of a blacksmith, like, you know, the forge idea to this improviser idea just because of, you know, I looked at the form of the game. I mm-hmm. changed Nug. Not at all. Nug is Nug. Nug was... You knew what you were going to play. The moment we started playing this the game. The moment we start... Well, I think the moment we announced we were going to do it. I know exactly. Announce, but Jacob puts a lot of planning into his characters. Yeah. Well, you say that, but here's my answer to the question. Well, hold on. Before oh. you get into that... Uh, I say all that to say um, uh, the the reason we do that is uh, because we do these shorter seasons, a lot of the time, we don't have the time to do two or three episodes of these people meeting each other. Because yeah. that can take a while. And like, if we do shorter season, that happens over and over again. So we like to kind of kick it off with everyone already kind of knowing each other. If we had a longer form, stress. if we had yeah. a longer form, we could have people meet each other during the adventure, but it's just not worth it when our... Stuff is relatively and short. Another thing is like, not only do they all know each other, but like, we also don't have to put as much effort into backstories as you do when you're playing to play for like a year or two of, yeah. of a campaign. Which is funny because so far all of our characters have had pretty good backstories, right. even the Forbidden Lands ones, right. as far as I you know. You say that, but I don't oh, know how I much did. of a backstory Kali had. Uh, oh, Dream, Dream had backstory. Cahoon didn't have much backstory at oh, all. Well, I take that back. <laughs> the <laughs> Witcher <laughs> makes you have a backstory. Yeah, it's part no, of the character. It, it has a generation thing. It helped you generate it. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's kind of liberating because you can. we get this chance to already have the role play of meeting each other done. Yes. You... Uh, 
get a chance to work out your character before you go on air and then you don't have to worry about the backstory as much so mm. it's part of the format but yeah I'll, I'll, i won't hold you up anymore because i can tell you're bursting at the seam to talk about your this process. is why i wanted to go first Drow. in pathfinder i like to look at all the different things that i can be I like to pick out whatever I think would look the coolest. I like to pick out whatever I think would be the most flavorful. And then I try to make it work. And then you play a drow arcanist. And then I play an arcanist. (laughs) (laughs) Or sorcerer. How many arcanists have you played? Five. Oh my God. It's a fun class. Well, uh, I mean. Atlas was fun to play. I can't blame you. They're not all the same thing. I've got arcanist which is Cetus. I've got the Exploiter Wizard, which is between an Arcanist and a regular wizard. Yeah. Uh, wizard with access to Arcanist abilities, which is Zifa. And Zifa. Uh, Zifa. I'm playing tonight the one-shot character, which is, it's it's really just turned into Zifa again. It's a Kitsune. Uh-huh. Black and white Kitsune, follower of Nethys. I think I'm going to name this Del Belfine. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> no comment. We're gonna sell that gamer kid soon bathwater. Oh. Uh, Can we ban a member from the podcast? <laughs> if we had one more person we could try to vote with an overwhelming majority, but no, we're just stuck with all of us right now. <laughs> uh but yeah. I really like casters. I think that casters are more fun than melee. I've been melee a few times and it never really stuck with me. Hmm. So I know what I like. I try to do things different each and every time. I like seeing how I can, how far I can delve into something and have it be the same premise, but a different execution. I've got three different Seder bards. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just have a handful of things you really, really, really like. Just, and you try to deviate from them. No, I, I know what to do. But then you get to, that idea and it comes right back, you know? I know what to do. I like having the uh, premise down uh-huh. and being able to explore the character differently. Ah. Well, whenever you uh, come back uh, here with your 18th Ar- Arcanist Wizard, we'll be sure to uh, ask about what all their different cool stuff is. Because knowing Pathfinder First Edition, yeah. you could play 18 different Arcanist Eighteen different ways, uh, with each having completely different spell lists that don't overlap, except strength for maybe strength arcanist. Strength arcanist. Go on, Jacob. <laughs> let's hear your process. You say that, but wood wizard does exist. That's fair. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. I typically, typically, because it started to change lately, is I'll decide what class I want to play, and then I will make that and build the backstory later, and. If you're determined enough, you can make it work. My two biggest examples, and we did our Reign of Winter game, I wanted to play a fire kineticist. I made Drinder, and then I built his backstory to fit the beginning of that adventure path. But even bigger example is if you were to listen to Pavel's backstory, you would think, because he is a basically a KJB for the witches in um, Arison. Arison in Reign of Winter, you know, listens to people, assassin, takes out people, does what he's told. You would think rogue or maybe some kind of fighter, but no, he's a shifter. And uh, all I just had to do was make a few tweaks in the background, and I was like, that fits just right. So I wanted to play a grapple shifter and then I built his backstory afterwards. But lately 
I've been having some fun thoughts about characters I want to play, and I have no idea what class they're going to be. And that is a fun place to be in. I also try not to play the same class repeatedly, but I've broken that when it comes to kineticists because Drender died. Yeah, at before the level, you got to the level at, you wanted. At the level up point to where I wanted to get him for some fun stuff is when he yes. died. <laughs> yeah. I was the a little salty. Of. The, the not, of. Not just like, oh, he was, was you're trying to get to nine, you yeah. died at eight. You died. When the party leveled up to nine, Dreamder yes. died in Wait, that fight. The thing that happened, at least the way you worded it at that exact point in time, Derek, was he got killed by a shadow. Whenever you get killed by a shadow, you arise as a shadow. We killed your shadow. And then we leveled up from it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I sure yeah. did do that. And uh, so that made me a bit salty. So I've played two other very yeah. short-lived, like no story, just like dungeon crawl campaigns, which I played other kineticists. But, you know, not the same. Oh, I want to add, Drow mentioned that they like to play um, magic-based characters and stuff like that. I'm almost the entire opposite, and I prefer playing non-magical melee, melee or distance, like martial-based characters. And the only time I really jumped out of that was with Atlas and Yura, who's Yura's the druid, and I fell in love with the druid class. But Atlas was my one character who was full of himself and a <laughs> magic user, and I tend to play somewhat insecure characters and such that was fun jumping out of my comfort zone and i guess i'm a nice little mix because while i do enjoy melee i also enjoy things that aren't quite magic but magic adjacent like the kineticist mm -hmm. or for playing 5e i've basically slapped myself into is a magic class but is melee yeah, you're like a druid. Druid of the spores or the um, court. The court oh, or court. the I have a hex blade circle of the blades or pact of the blades. And then I also have the arcanist, which is the more melee one with the companion. Mm -hmm. And it's just that's my shtick there. There's supposed to be magic, but I take all of the, the artificer? melee artificer. That's right. I take all the melee bits. So I make them get in the combat, even though they can do magic. <laughs> and it's dumb, but I love it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I typically do class first, then backstory. But lately with the podcast and a few other things, they either happen all at once or I have the idea of a character first, which is, you know, it's new and it's fresh. I like it. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you were asking me, Drow, how I go about this. I have a very simple answer is I don't. I just run games. I haven't made a character and I don't know when. How did you make Jade? Oh, yeah, tell us that one. That's a fun oh, one. Oh, you want to talk about that's Jade? A complicated. That's that a is the most complicated character. Magus. Yeah, so Jade was the replacement for my original character that started out in 3-5. The Italian. The Italian paladin. The Italian paladin. Patalian. Palatalian. He died... And then he ended up getting brought back because we were just oh, stupidly he, high level. He got better. But he I was, better. I vowed to play something different because of that. I wanted to have him be scarred from it uh, and not want to go adventuring afterwards. Uh, so I made Jade, which was a half orc gunslinger magus. Uh, magus and Pathfinder is a. Uh, I think it's called a one, th no, two third caster. Two third cast, typically melee magic. Typically. Yeah. So basically the whole gist of Magus is that you can do this thing called spell strike where you cast your spell 
if it's a touch spell, you can cast it through your weapon. Um, there's a whole lot of fun stuff you can do with it. But I found this archetype in Pathfinder where you could uh, basically do any spell that had ranged touch. So this is like um, your... Oh, um, what was it? One of those... Uh, shocking Grasp. And Snowball. Yeah. Snowball is a big one. Sh- shocking Grasp is, is touch. Uh, range touch is like Snowball. Um, and you could cast them through a, uh, a weapon. Or through... An arrow is what it was originally meant for. Well, it, it was worded as ranged weapon. Ah. Um, so yes. it was generic enough for it. So I found out that basically you could cast spell through gun. <laughs> and gun hits against touch AC. So boom, boom, wow, you know? Yep. Um, it's, I don't know where I got the idea from it. I think I've just always had th- a thing for uh, girl with gun. Yeah. Um, especially half work. And she's the thing is that's funny is that sounds like a kink. It's like, oh, it's gonna be this badass girl with a gun. But then I reversed course from that like base idea and said, No, this is a nerd. This is someone from the like magic <sighs> academy yep. that got kicked out for reasons. Reasons like against unfair reasons and is just on a revenge quest. Um so like she has big goggles that make her eyes look ridiculous. Uh, and Jade has the lowest charisma of any character I've ever played. You play it. And I play it really well. It's Especially just, toward my character. <laughs> she just doesn't like, Moody I don't want to say she doesn't take shit. She just is very, she picks. She's a bitch. She's a, she's just a bitch. Like she's not she outright. She poke at you mean necessarily well she slaps back and is very sarcastic it's almost (laughs) like younger sibling that did not get punished enough yes it's Uh, almost like she's not if does she know that she's mean yes or is she not socially aware enough to recognize it she knows part yes part part Part, yes part of both honestly yeah but your character also has like social Oh yeah, no, my character had social issues too, so they, they were gonna clash. Yeah, so your character... It's I for- fun for them to clash. I forget what you did, but you just kept pissing her off so much. And she pissed him off. <laughs> it's just Owen. <laughs> Owen, yeah. Owen, Owen ended up getting in canon therapy, okay? <laughs> I, I think like, because I joke about Girl with Gun, but like, I think I just see a character and I try to figure out what the mechanics are and usually along the way I find some just fun ways to blend mechanics that aren't really thought out so I think she ended up being like gunslinger one uh arcane archer magus whatever whatever we are at now yeah yeah but she was really fun Uh, I could only ever play her in that game because of how high our ability scores were she was mad yeah super multi-ability dependent very mad my favorite thing uh, besides shooting spells was I really leaned into the uh, wealth and spell access we had, and I had just a ton of back pocket first and second level spells. So I remember one time we were in this cave and you had like an invisible thing and I had glitter dust. Yep. I forget. It was just yeah. like utility spell after utility spell. You know, you, that was that's the only time I can recollect glitter dust actually working. Yeah, I got you. And you got me like entirely. I forget. There was a couple because you got me alone in a room too. And I pulled out a couple like dimension door glitter dust. It was a good combo. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Jade just, it was like the, not, she could do damage at range, but she didn't out damage anyone who was built for it. Yeah. Like I couldn't keep up with the sorcerer or the monk, but I could do reliable damage. You did large amounts of damage when you did damage. And then I also buffed and had just all like a ton of utility spells. A lot of stuff that didn't require saves. Yeah. Right. Well, cause my, because my you're DCs a, were so low. Half caster. Yeah. Yeah. My DCs were so low. And it's I kinda like it. It's cause you built you kind of built the backstory out of Jade. Amber, because you've had a problem before, very small one, where you wanted to have a character, but there was no way of making it. Because at yeah. one point you wanted Dayrak to be like Talion. From yeah, Mordor, but there was just no, was way, no good to way to do it. Do it. Yeah. You know what would do it though? Uh, Arcanus. <laughs> oh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to do that. Dayrak, man, I could spend an hour talking. About he is also multi-classed and confusing as hell. Now, now he is. He yeah. was not he always used to that just way. Be a pure paladin. Yeah, he. Oh. Yeah. Oh man. Daddy actions. <laughs> yeah, Dayrak. I mean, if you think about me, <laughs> the real answer to Derek, like, how do you make characters complicated? Because yeah. we have the, the most recent ones are Jade, yeah. Derek's revision, which is a multi-class and a prestige class. And then He's three different classes. The other class, I've, no, I just remember the only other character I've made then was my homebrew Witcher. But that's, she is so you know, but you're right. Because the complicated ones are the fun ones. I remember the mm-hmm. first time I made Konar. My dumb barbarian, who is at this point a regular barbarian, I had him as a blood rager with two archetypes that got rid of his magic and replaced it with rage powers. No, you know what I learned? So I took never a multi-class. blood rager and I turned him into barbarian. Yeah. God, <laughs> never multi-class. Kineticist. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. not here to play Pathfinder. Apparently, the the only the, my most recent character is so complicated. I wrote the class for it to play it. Yeah, so. <laughs> I yeah. still think that you could get Talion from an Arcanist. Uh, it's just he wouldn't slap hard enough. Okay, you only need like one level of Arcanist to get the 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 the, the, the dimensional slide. Electric. Anyways. Yeah, you're right. But that, that's also translated over to the Witcher now that I think about it. Because you know what I said? I want Nug to be a Witcher in yeah. every way except actually being a Witcher. Yeah. That's your strategy, isn't it? It's like, how can I do... How can I get here from this? How can I do this in a thing that's not supposed to do it? How can I get Melee from Magic User? How can I get Witcher from not? You're the TTRPG <laughs> equivalent of driving on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> You're just uh, pulling pieces of, apart from something, reshaping it. And yeah, yeah, this shadow that it casts look like this. <laughs> picks up a knife, picks up a gun. I can make a knife gun. <laughs> you, you are right. Complicated is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hadn't even thought about it. <laughs> oh, no, I like simple and effective. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a big argument to be made for that. It's just... When we were as steeped in that game as we were, you can just really crack it open and well, do some stuff. I think with it's it. also you two are both really strategic, and I like simple and effective because I just like it to work and not have mm-hmm. to concentrate too hard. Yeah, like yeah. Jacob is a strategist. You're a strategist. I mean, I get mired down in being a DM, unfortunately. Ah, <laughs> uh, you love it. I, 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 <laughs> I do. I think I've said this before. I'm one of the rare people who honestly enjoys GMing more than playing. Uh, much to Jacob's pleasure. <laughs> I like DMing, but when Derek started DMing his own game and I could be a player, I was like, I've done it. <laughs> I got them to play so that I can play now. 
<laughs> you played Success. the long game. Oh, man. See, I told you, strategist. And now we're on a podcast. <laughs> well, you know how uh, long that took? 300, 300 years. years. Oh, wait. I know. It took spheres of c- corruption. <laughs> Congratulation. Congratulation. Conjunction spheres. Conjunction spheres. Sphere Conjugating spe- spheres. The conjunction of the spheres. There we go. Yeah. Hey. Look, I told you I'd get it eventually. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> All right, it's been fun. Um, <laughs> you guys need to leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Conjunction, junction. Well, what's your function? I will say, Cat. The benefit of being on this show is we, we keep playing new games, and Jacob and I really don't have enough time to crack open it a game. Helps so yes, much. thank God. That's Learn it. Not true. It makes uh. me look less def- less uh, like less ineffective. We I love all it. start on the same playing. Field. That's what I love. <laughs> but like by the time we get a handle on everything, uh, yes, the characters yes. have been made, and we're a few episodes in. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Everyone starts on the same playing field. Well. Well, I I don't want to start this game because this is one of those sessions where I just feel like bullshitting and talking about playing and not actually playing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know I why. I told you not to drink. No, that's not it. I felt like this before I started drinking. Okay. Um, Construction of the vodka. It's mead, actually. Mead. Don't make me get out DM's little helper. No, it's just, it's just, no we should just try and see what happens. Do it for the fans, oh, Derek. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pineapple, 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 pineapple. Keep drinking. Keep drinking water. Bark, 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 bark. I know you bark. said pineapple, but it sounded like you said pie nipple. Pineapple. Ew. <laughs> pineapple. Ew. Straight from the teat, the pineapple. <laughs> Got fresh pie milk. Apple juice. Pie cheese. We are. Peas. This. Peas. This. This the needs to be the last banter. Lost banter. <laughs> the world of the witch. Long ago. The world collided in a cataclysm known as the conjunction of the spheres. If I don't do the intro now, I don't know where we'll end up. I don't do the intro now. Chaos in the world as vampires, ghouls, trolls, humans, and other monsters poured into the world. The witchers, mutated by magic and alchemy, were created by human mages to stem the tide. Now the mist is gone. Now the witch. I did it! I did it! I did it! So you chose the best spot for that. I know! Hundreds of years later. I rolled a tin and exploded that tin. Monsters are rare, but evil remains. But as war ravages the forbidden, I mean the northern kingdoms, (laughs) monsters lurk without and within in the The world of the Witcher. Forbidden land. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Listen. On the last episode. In the last episode. In the last episode, we destroyed <laughs> the, last, the cockatrice. In Whoa. the last episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. R- 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 destroyed is kind of a strong word. I ripped its leg off with an arrow. Yes, but like one of us is halfway down our hit points. The in other one the has last a fractured episode, leg. We proved that cock can suck back. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> but before we recap completely, 
Let's get back on track Park. here. We gotta hand out some it's IP. IP. Hey. 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 Six, even I though we killed like a cockatrice really hard. Seven percent. But we got extra already. That's yeah, an IPA. You get, uh, you're gonna I try. Oh, fucking god, you all fired. Uh, you all get. You can't six. fire me. I. I'm not going to quit. <laughs> I like this too much. You all I get. Just go home. You all get six IP or okay. improvement points. How are you going to spend? I'll go your first again. Points? I upped my awareness to three. Ooh. Uh-huh. Um, I added a point to. Oh no! I upped my awareness to three, and I brought my silver coating up to four, which cost a lot of my my points. And then I upped <laughs> my I added one to human perception. Wouldn't it be nice. great if Nug just died before he got his silver? I uh, know because we're gonna get today. <laughs> I was. But no, I moved it up to four. It is I happening am. right here, right I now. I didn't have enough to make it go up to five. It's I was going to have right such now. a giggle if you got offed by a cockatrice moments before been getting a silver all, all over again. again. I would have quit. <laughs> <laughs> then he would have quit. I have had my wants snatched from me seconds before I should get them after waiting years. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> this is why we play yes. shorter seasons. Now I'm level four in silver coating. Nice. Um, but I didn't have enough for the next one, so I put it in a bunch of other things. All right. That's pretty cool. So, what'd I you get, Drow? Put one into awareness. <gasps> oh, nice! I spent two points to get my spellcasting up another one. Yes, nice. it's three. I put two more points into in touch, so that takes my vigor up to a an astonishing eleven. Nice, nice. And right now, nice. you're casting. Right now, I only have twenty-two stamina. Smamina. Smamina. I am fucked. Smamin. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I got, you're I got one IP out. left. Uh, okay. Nuggalicious. I am putting some of it into Zweihand, and I don't quite know where the other bit's going to go yet. Monster lore? Sounds... Never. You are <laughs> so categorically I'm against intelligence. Figuring it out. I could start down the shrug it off tree. Because that was my fifth point in two, three, but I'll find out. I, I, I'm learning more and more that I'm not too keen on a bunch of the men at arm skills now that I look at them. But that's okay. Nugget's perfect just the way he is. Perfect little nugget. Perfect little nugget. He's beautiful. My just sweet, the way sweet he nug. is. Sweet nuggle line. I'm Beautiful, my sweet, Dipping sweet <laughs> Dipping sauce. Oh my god. Uh, when we last left our tray of nuggets, you had been with the five under four company heading towards Kaidwin, crossing over the Kestrel Mountains. You had encountered a uh, wrecked cart with old remains of a person inside. Yeah. You investigated and you came to the conclusion that some sort of beast did this. Uh, not too long after, on the road, you were attacked by the penis beast, <gasps> the cockatrice. We can't have normal names. Uh, the beast. G- giant, comma, penis. A truly giant terrifying cockatrice that we comma, teased. Rooster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, are we a cocktease? Uh, oh, man. Uh, you did I can't, this. can I? Bark. Uh, bark. Bark. And... 
having fought and vanquished it, we pick up where we left off. Uh, I'm on the ground. Is on the ground, hit pretty hard. Fucked up. Nug has a broken leg. I I don't think my legs in the best shape. I got one point in first Viver, aid. Uh, Viverwin, are you are are you okay? <laughs> Your nug looks like a bent paperclip. Uh, this. I I see. There's quite a bit of blood. Are that you? was an impressive showing, everyone. Job well done. You're worth all the extra coin I forked in. I'm quite hurt. Oh, your leg is <laughs> fucked. Oh, I told you we'd be good protectors, you know. You are right. I will cast a spell on you, Nag, to get you down the right do, path. Do Nug. you need <sighs> some healing? He's not bleeding. I think he's just got a, no, he's leg. Just got a fractured leg. I think I just I need to sleep it off. craft you a, a, a splint. I actually have first aid. Could I use craft first aid to make him a little splint? Sure, if you want to. So, or would your magic healing be better? This lasts for 10 rounds. What is that like out of combat? Oh, your healing? Yeah. So it's different from whenever you want to heal a critical wound. Yours is a simple critical or was it complex? It was complex, right? The fractured leg was complex. The second one. Yeah, complex. So if you want to heal that with the spell, uh, it's going to take six uses of your spell. And you're going to... Yeah, I'm not going to roll first aid. Oh, you fumbled on the first aid. Yep. Okay. You break his leg even more. I was oh. trying. Oh, I... Oh, oh, uh, that, uh, that, that doesn't feel oh, good. Oh, dear. I'm sorry. So sorry. Why would you bend it like that? I, uh, That's I not the knee. I don't think it's supposed to do like that. Ines, Ines oh, grabs oh, the, no. the place of the fracture and just... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Just need a little set, don't you know? I, Crack. Spits in the wound. I, you know what? I feel it's so bad. Uh, you don't have to. Uh, anything to uh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, but, let me just cast this. So you're going to need uh, six uses of your spell, and you will have to spend the stamina on that um, as well. I never tried. Okay. And you're going to have to make me a spell casting roll. Oh, I really hope that we don't get any anything else happening today. 30. Yes! Nice. Rolled a 10 that exploded to a 5. Pretty sweet. Oh, wow. So 30 on the spell casting. Yeah, you're going to pass it. So did you spend your stamina? Yeah. I got 10 stamina left. All right, so Ooh. you can take uh, like an hour to rest and get your recovery in term and your stamina back, um, uh, and also recovery ten. Yeah. Also, like we can just move on, and you may just get it all back from resting. So right, cool. Viverwin takes the the popsicle stick splint off of Nug's leg uh, and casts the healing spell and is able to heal your uh, leg. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. What um, I end up so doing is I notice exactly how it's out of uh, alignment and uh-huh. I take the stick and I smack it into place six times. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. what does that make it now? Is it treated or healed? It's treated. Healed takes time. How long does healed take? There's a there's a table for it in the combat chapter. Yes, I'm trying to find it. So if my body is 10, my complex wound will take two days to be healed. Now, is that two days of rest or two days? Rest. So you'd have Where to basically... Where does it say that? 
Uh, I forget exactly where, but basically when it's talking about rest in terms of this, this is like... But it doesn't mention rest. It just has... Um, in this chapter, when it's talking about critical wounds and healing, uh, when it says rest, it's like um, basically taking the day to do nothing. But this doesn't mention rest. It says, I'll admit it to you. After a critical wound has been treated by a doctor or a mage, it must heal over time. Check your body stat and wound level on the critical healing table to see how many days you'll need to get rid of the treated penalty. It doesn't say you need to rest to get rid of it, if I'm reading this correctly. Oh. That might be for more physical healing or something like that, but or healing over time, maybe. But this did not mention the word rest. It just says how many days you'll need for it to be get rid of treated. I see. Oh, having that treated is already so much better. I bet. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay down. I think. <laughs> I think that I need to get, take a, a a quick rest. <laughs> oh, yeah. passes you her water skin. I'm ba- almost as good as new. Spiffy. I can run a marathon right I now if I needed to. I across the road. Yeah, you look. Uh, you could. You or uh, can you? Uh, can you do magic on on yourself to heal? Can I do magic on myself to heal? If not, I I'm have some sure. healing. Okay, uh, let's look at magic healing. So I that is a d10 rounds. It is a three points per round. I still R1 have sterilizing D10. fluid to help raise your natural healing if you okay, end up needing so it. Okay, so I get nine back. Pretty good. And that is, I'm at 18 smamina now. But you don't have a critical wound, so. Nope. One, and two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's really nice, actually. Whenever we stop for, I guess, camp or whatever, Nug wants that silver on his sword. <laughs> I'll help pay for it, but oh, I can't afford it the, all. I've already got the stuff. <laughs> Sweet. He's, he's like, hold on. Okay, now I'm only now. five down. I'm ready for it. <laughs> now. I'm, now. I need it. Yeah, I'm only five down now. Okay. But I am at 16 stamina. Yikes. Yeah, so you guys are able to rest. This, you don't find any other um, oh, we also monstrous beasts. Raid the we beast raid for the beasts for parts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's go get some more beast bones. Beast bones! Which I will promptly bone. sell because they are freaking heavy. Beast bones. Are you aching? You get one cockatrice stomach. Oh. You get... Cock stomach? <laughs> Penis stomach. Mmm. Delicious. Uh, you get six cockatrice carapace. They have carapace? Yes. Like a bug? Yes, they're draconoids. Uh, okay. You get one venom extract. Ooh. That could be interesting. And here's the important one. And? You get two cockatrice tail feathers. Ooh, I wonder if they sell good. Wait, wait. So what is this stuff used for then? Is there special items? They're alchemy components. Oh, they're all alchemy components. Yeah. Oh. And I don't do a lot of alchemy. I should look into it and see if it could make me more efficient in combat. That would be the kind of thing I imagine we'd get more into. Uh, Do you want to keep track of the crown cost real quick? Uh, Yes, that's probably what we'll end up being All right, cockatrice stomach. That's going to be 92 crowns. Continue. The cockatrice carapace, which you got, I think, six of, is 75 crowns. Each? Yeah. Mm. Venom extract? Uh, I don't see that in here, so I'm assuming that's in the base book. Give me them tail feathers. The cockatrice tail feathers are worth 135 crowns each. And 
after you guys have like raided this, Tomard says, Oh, I'd buy I'll offer to buy those tail feathers off you straight away. Very valuable in magical circles. None of us does alchemy, right? No. No. Sold. Alright, so you guys can split amongst yourselves two hundred and seventy crowns. I really wish we could find a town. Uh, who know, well, I got I mean, money making, burning a hole in my pocket. We are making our way to one. Slowly yet mm-hmm. surely. What about that silver-coated sword you want? Whenever we stop, because we haven't got to where we're resting tonight yet. Because who knows, maybe we'll get attacked by another one or uh, something. No, you can go ahead and assume, heal up, and uh, get your stamina <clears throat> back. Here's a very important question for you. Yes. Can I spend a luck roll points on her roll? Because it's for his sword. No, but you can use a bottle cap. I am going to use a bottle cap, but I was also going to spend all five of my luck points. No, no, that's just for you, but you can use a bottle cap. Would you like me to spend mine? How many luck points you have? Five. You I'm totally willing to do it. I yeah. would feel terrible if I broke your sword. I mean, I mean if you won't. Besides, this is part of what I've been building for Inef. She's a She is my first... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Support Crafter? class? I would that I've really played? never tell you to not. But Besides, I, also I have a feeling that... Stop don't you. you get your luck back at the end of the day? Uh, at the end of the session, so two episodes. So not this one, but... Not the next episode, but the one after that. Yeah. Just, you know, help me out if I need I it. I protect you. I keep you safe. You're my pal. I'm when was the last time we used luck? I haven't, so... I have a bit. No, I used it, it to make sure I got so across yes, the ice. I'm going to spend my bottle cap to let uh, her roll twice, and... <laughs> and Thank I'm you. also going to spend... Should I spend all my luck, or should I just spend some? That is up to you. I'm going to spend it all. Why not? Yeah, boy. As long as we don't roll a one. All right, so <clears throat> go ahead and roll to apply silver coating to Nug's Okay, cord. well, let me make sure I'm reading my Can thing I give right. my bottle cap, too? Uh, no. One cap max per roll. <sighs> I have a feeling that with all my luck and a cap, I should be able to handle it. Listen, you have 10 craft, right? Yeah. So you have a plus 14, plus 5 will be a plus 19, as long as you don't roll a 1 twice. (laughs) Hey, don't say it. It could happen to me. But... Okay, the here it is. Fun thing. A craftsman is. can coat an existing weapon in silver with a forge with a forge and a number of units of silver ingots based on the size of the weapon. You have the silver. I do. The DC for this roll is 16. If you succeed, add 1d6 silver damage to the weapon per three points you rolled above the DC. Also, spending all this extra stuff gives yes. me a chance to get more. Yes. Um, failing the roll breaks the weapon. Okay, so I need oh. to roll craft. Or am I rolling silver coating? Silver coating. Silver coating. Or just roll a D10 and add 14 to it, plus all the other stuff we Well, there's a button that says roll skill. And then I can add... And what is the DC? Uh, 16. I haven't rolled yet, Jacob. Oh, I I saw 600. Oh, that's math for the... Okay. I get get plus five for my luck, right? Yeah. And then I have the forge. Does that help me out? Or does that just mean I'm allowed to do it? I think... I think it might just mean you can do it. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And then I get to roll twice because I'm using a bottle cap. Yep. Yep. Okay, well, let's see what happens. Here's the first one. May DC <sighs> a 16 exact. What? You need to Hole. beat that. How? Yeah. What you... Seven... No, see, that should not be... The stat's not checked. So that is, in fact, a 26. It would be a 26 if you added yeah. my um, my crafting. I didn't okay. know that happened. <sighs> All right. So I'm like, good. that can't be that low. You want to roll again just for funsies? Yeah, let's roll oh, for... F- well, no, we there's a chance hit. I could get more D6s for him. Oh. So that should be a 26. Let me roll again and see if I get it this time. Plus the five again. 
Submit. Submit, 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 uh, submit. All right. I had it the first time at 26 oh. was better. 26. That so is... the DC is 16. And you get an extra... Um, 1d6 silver damage for every three points above the DC. So I had 10 points above this DC. Yeah, I should get three. Three. So here's the question. Does that silver damage apply to everything or only monsters? How many things have we fought that weren't monsters? Well, you never know when we'll fight bandits. Or regular, the wolves are not monsters. But no, Inef, you know, slaves at her forge, grinning ear to ear, concentrating. So is this... Sweating. Uh, is this 3d6 that you get to add on to your Plus weapons? 3d6 silver damage. If you want, okay. I have it pulled up on my page if you want to see it. I think the way... Yeah, no, I can see it. The way... I think the way it works is you... Do your, you have your normal weapon damage, uh-huh. and then you also have your silver weapon damage that only applies to monsters who uh So not only take it. do I not do half damage to them, I do extra damage to them. That's what it so. sounds like. I think your normal weapon damage is halved as normal, and then you add the 3d6 silver damage that doesn't get halved. It's no, not a silver weapon. It's specifically silver-coated. That might actually make a difference. It's not the same. Hmm. We should really have looked into this already, knowing that this is what I was going to do. It happens. Because you're coating the weapon in silver, which means you're cutting them with silver. Well, I'll, I'll look it up. But it's not solid silver. I could see no. that being different. Can we roll it as a silver weapon for right now? And then come back after no, it, it works the same way as being a silver weapon. What I'm saying is the way silver weapons work, your base weapon damage is still halved. The silver damage is added and not halved. Mm. Someone gave an example in the forum here that says if you have a, a sword with 66 and 5d6 silver, the 66 effectively goes down to 3d6, and then you also have 5d6 silver. Hmm. Okay. It's still effective, though, right? I know. I know. I know. I know. I hear you. So would I roll my regular damage and then roll 3d6? You'd half the regular and then do an additional 3d6? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Hey, it's, still, senses, it's still better than what we got. Inef senses Nug's disappointment and oh, looks Nug really sad. Oh, Nug is not disappointed. Nug is thrilled. You have no idea how happy Nug is. Oh, look at that, Master Witcher. Oh, I'm getting there. I'm becoming a right proper Witcher, aren't I? I mean, now you have the medallion. You have the silver sword. Next thing is to learn signs and basically and a potions. Witcher. He can't do the potions, That's though, right. can he? Well, maybe... Not with living. I I mean, it's all about willpower and endurance, you know. It's about drive. It's about power. That's right. We stay hungry with the power. You're going to die <laughs> if you ever find a witcher potion. Welcome to the jungle. Babe. If I find anything other than a swallow potion, I'll die. <laughs> if I find a swallow potion, there's like a 30% chance I die. Is that how he dies? <laughs> Doing you know, what he loved. Oh, sure. Jacob, Yo. me spending my luck actually gave you an extra an extra D6. Oh, I know. Yeah. Bark. It was effective. That D6 will help us, I'm sure. Okay. So, yeah, if you want to go ahead and recoup your hit points All of uh, and stamina, because you're going to be on the road a couple extra days before you get to where we're going to be uh, resuming things. Oh, which means I, I uh, my leg is treated then. Oh, right. 50 stamina, I missed you. Mm. 
There's a funny thing about traveling across Kaidwin. It always happens that somewhere near the middle of your journey, the rugged countryside seems to stretch out before your eyes, yawning toward the horizon. It's no wonder those of magical means prefer to teleport across Kaidwin whenever possible. At least, you are never more than a day's journey from another tiny, sleepy village with a run-down alehouse. This morning, you passed through one named Saint's Crossing. This one's name is Riverbend. That's the name of the village, not the alehouse. Just alehouse. around it? You stop Just that. around the Riverbend? Don't make the mouse come on us! The mouse is coming! You, oh, are, you aren't sure the name of the alehouse at the moment, but... Here you find yourself thankful that you can that you can't get food poisoning from beer, and enough of it makes you forgive the rustic accommodations for another night. So you all find yourself in this small town in Kaidwin near the Alderwood called Riverbend. You're pretty close to where uh, Tom Art is is going to be um, headed towards. He's headed towards a, a settlement, a mining settlement uh, under the Bartok Barrow Mining Company. Um, that's where his family is set up. Um, but you're here in Riverbend. It's only like another day's journey or so until he gets where he's going. The Alderwood is basically the forest around you, but not necessarily like it's more light forest. And then the Alderwood is this wild, untamed forest that you get to at the edge of human civilization. And you're staying in this inn. You don't know the name. I'm going to go show you guys the map of this little town that you're in. Yay, little town. Ooh. Oh, look. There goes the baker with his tray each morning. That was French. Ba, ba, ba. No, that was perfect because ba, 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 it is French. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, I know. Viverwin's not French. What? There goes the baker with his tray each morning. What a quaint little village. So this like is always. the town. Uh, you can see it's it's a farming village. Significantly uh, bigger than the last village we were in. It's pretty. Did you it's make this? It's beautiful. I did make this. <gasps> Looks great. Hold, everybody. Good thank job. You, thank you. Thank you. It's a beautiful map. You're here in the middle at this uh, inn. Yes, you can see with the two small buildings uh, next to it. Uh, and there's a temple across the street from it. Um, a temple of what? A temple of Creve. Is there Seren Ray? No. <laughs> you stop that. universe. <laughs> there's no Seren Ray. There's no Italians out here. I'm just saying. Italians are Pelor. Italians are... <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> oh, God. Hawthorne Does Lord. that mean that... Does <laughs> that mean that Derek converted to Protestantism? No, he just got no. handed off to a life. Heavens, no. <laughs> no. Are you kidding me? Catholicism? He just got handed off by, to the other version of that God. Never. <laughs> During that pause, Jacob crossed himself. <laughs> okay, but, but we've what about all the up. chickens in Derek's kitchen? Yeah, Tarek the ceramic will never chickens. ever let go of his Italian Catholic chickens. <laughs> oh boy! <sighs> so we got into this town. Uh, so you stayed. You came in last night. Uh, mm-hmm. You had a good bit to drink with you and your company. Um, and in the morning, the gruff dwarf innkeeper wakes you, banging on the bottom half of your door, kicking it with his feet. Mm-hmm. Have we been stiffed? Oh, five more minutes. No. <laughs> Seven. No. Nug will open the door ba, 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 as he ba, ba, is ba. already up and ready. Okay. We're at what time in the morning? Uh, it's uh, it's probably like 
eight in the morning. Oh, absolutely. He's already up and ready. Do Fire. I need to enter the door right now? What's, uh, what's going on, Master? Are we sharing are you one your, room, all of us? Are we? Or do Viv I mean, and Inef get their own room? I mean, all Nug really needs is a cardboard box. Nug will share the room with anyone willing to share the room. Uh, Nug, do you have your medallion on? Oh, absolutely. Your medallion. He is up and ready in his armor and everything. Your medallion sits calmly on your chest. Uh, you still, does nothing. I still don't even know what it does. You see this dwarf. He's uh, he's kind of like middle-aged, balding on top. And he says, uh, you and your companions of a visitor from the Church of Creve. Well, a Church of Creve? And he's the kind of dwarf where he has a long enough mustache that you can't see his mouth move. Are what you, about his eyebrows? Are you sure days here for us? Yeah, you can't see his eyes either. Uh, <laughs> are they in the uh, tavern part of your establishment? Uh, he lifts up an eyebrow to look at you. Puts it back down. Gross. Uh, like the eye patch? Gross. Uh, he seems he's keen to make friends too. He just ordered breakfast for all of you. Well, you let Ooh, him know we'll practice. be right there. He, he's even paid. Uh, uh, even better. Breakfast. Uh, he said uh, he's happy to wait. Uh, something about virtue, patience, and charity. Uh, at least eat before you tell him to sort off. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for delivering the oh, message. Of course. He and, wiggles his eyebrows and, and nods. And, oh, and uh, as he walks, so uh, uh, before he walks away, Nug will be like, uh, oh, yes. And he'll, you know, slide him a, a crown. Be like, thank you. Thank you. And this couldn't have waited until I was dressed. Riverwind says with a blanket around her. Lifts what up does an eyebrow. Sleep in? Puts it back down ashamed. Sorry, miss. Does so, Viv listen, sleep in so the right. nude? I'm the one just that, some lacy panties. I'm just I'm the one that opened the door. That's on me. <laughs> and then he'll close the door and be like, Alright. Time to wake up everybody. You know, I, I drop the blanket on his head. A cute little nightgown. Like <laughs> like 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 the little kid long one with Aww. the like, with the, um, with the ribbon the, the, and everything. The ruffles. Aww. Yep. Doug sleeps on the floor <laughs> facing the wall. A little girlish nightgown. <laughs> full six foot woman sized. Does Nug uh have heart? Uh, boxers. That's oh my god! Like old. No, they're just style. little no, goat heads. Yeah, I was about to say he's got boxers that has what looks like his little wooden <laughs> medallion on it. So I does he sleep in his boxers? Pinty. No, but he has them. I found a dry sea crown. Wait, does that mean Jeez. Nug sleeps in the nude? Crowns. No, no, he's got pajamas. He's got jammies. He's got a little. Does hat. he have my first little Witcher pajamas? No, oh he's just. Got, I am a little he's, Witcher. He's got like a silken pajama set, really he's, out of character, but he found it in the marketplace got, and he loved it. He's got School of the Wolf matching pajamas <laughs> and a little hat, a, a little, little, hat. little like night hat. Lawyer, all right. Does it have a puff ball at the top? Yes. I the way I imagine Nug sleeping is in the corner of a room, face down, directly on the floor, <laughs> with his butt about, in the air. It's about right. <laughs> like is a, there a tub like in this a, room? Like a plank. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say folded up with his butt in the air, like a little kid. <laughs> There's not like right now, but you can get one brought in. Okay, because honestly, I would just use downpour to shower myself. That's my sleeping quick. tub. <laughs> Well, you <laughs> hope you're okay with it being wet. Oh, I, I suppose. <laughs> it dries when I lay in it. <laughs> you should know Inef also sleeps in the eye patch. <laughs> the eye patch stays on. You can either stay or you can leave, but uh, I'm going to bathe. Well, Inef puts on her other backup eye patch. I'll have breakfast with our guest. Just by yourself? No, I'm going to join him. It, we we wait patch, for Viv. With both eye but, patches on? But she's no. bathing. It'll no, just be a minute. Bathe, quick. I he said he was willing to wait. Okay, Virtue's a patient. Okay, no, go wait. I'll wait outside. It'll be nice. 
Can you imagine waiting to meet these people and they come out, there's a dwarf who looks, you know, ready, and then there's a lady wearing two eye patches. <laughs> and a wet elf. And a wet elf. <laughs> INF is wearing the eye patches to give Siv is there, is the there, privacy. Is there a priestly looking person sitting at a table? Because INF is currently fixing the curls in her hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not gonna give him a wave, but then I'll be like... Feverwind's probably doing it while the conditioner sets. Hold on, what second? He's like, <laughs> he'll stay by the, the door. Rest of my party is women, and they get ready. <laughs> uh, whenever you are all ready, uh, there is in fact a person waiting for you. Uh, maybe the innkeeper indicates him to you. Uh, and in typical priestly fashion, you see him sitting next to a window in a beam of sunlight with food waiting for you, and he looks like. Ooh. Is it <sighs> heavenly breakfast? Shma. Shma. Oh, oh, I don't trust this man at all. He's a thin guy. Uh, he's a young-looking uh, priest of Creve that you can see. Uh, his hair is worn up in like a, a top bun. Oh, no. This guy looks like he's going to tell me that I need to drink my coffee black or else I'm not appreciating the flavors of the bean. I mean, to be honest, He's got a man bun and it's not cute. To be honest, he just looks like Micah. A little bit. <laughs> I Is was he eating lemon peels? Skeevier. I think they're potatoes. <laughs> eating lemon peels? It looked like lemon peels. Micah, if you're out there and you're watching this, hi. Uh, Fuck you. And this looks like you, and you can't tell me We've otherwise. We've never mentioned Micah before. Uh, Do we introduce him? We should put a little cowboy hat on him. <laughs> then oh my he would God. look like Micah. So uh, he gets up and he greets all of you, uh, and he says, Hello, I'm, I'm Tabert. I'm the local priest of Creve. It's nice to meet you. You see he has these, uh, the book says clean white robes accented with crossed red thunderbolts, the symbol of the Church of Creve. That's not the picture. But in the picture, it's very clearly green, uh, green robes with golden thunderbolts crossed. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what would be cooler, the white or the red, with red or the green and gold. Yeah, uh, they both look pretty good, honestly. It would be another way. Uh, it is awful nice to meet you. Hey, greetings. Sit what down. do you get I us have, for uh, breakfast? I have, I have some food for you. Uh, you've come just as I prayed. Strong, virtuous, resourceful, <laughs> just as Creve demands. Well, welcome to Riverbend. Ayer, who's Creve? Uh, the, 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 the god Creve. I don't know much about Atwin. Oh. But he'd love uh, to learn. Well, that's what I, I asked. Enjoyed the uh, onion soup and potato wedges. Well, I love. Is it onion onions. soup and potato wedges? Yeah. There's I love no bacon and potatoes. Uh, I want to hear of your your prowess. Please tell tell me of your your travel as you've made it here. Tell I me your tales on potato wedges. Um, there. Uh, the uh, he gestures to all of you to sit down, and yes, there is like an onion soup with potato wedges. What do you guys do? eat. Should we impress him with stories of our slaying the cockatrice? Well, you tell me a bit about Kiev. Kiev? Kiev. Not Kiev. Well, you tell me a bit about Kiev. Let me be glad to tell you about Kiev. Did you not research Kiev before this? Did you not know that we would ask a priest of Keith about Keith? About Keith. Look out for hey, Keith. Keith. Listen, there I'm is so exactly sorry that I did one that to him. sidebar about Creve on page 207. <laughs> uh, so it's a minor god. 
The Cult of Creve is a church. Oh, of the, the North. cult! It is basically the oh, worship the of not a particular well-known sky or thunder god. The priests of Creve tend to be moralistic and did much admonishing. Unfortunately for them, some of their priests were co-opted by kings. The priest's messages centered on the divine right of kings and the efficiency of giving large contributions to the church. This did not endear them to their flocks. They then made the unfortunate move of going to Novigrad and proclaiming that the eternal fire was the result of Creve visiting Novigrad 100 years ago. Uh, 100 years ago when the cult of the eternal flame was a small and somewhat tolerant oh faith, and that was fine. Uh, long story short... They're part of the Church of the Flame? No. Oh, okay. Uh, it's kind of an on-the-out older religion of a thunder god. So, but it's like kings rule, and that's what they should do. Mm-hmm. And you said they're moral. Yeah. So they're supposed to be good people. It's your average priest. Okay. And they expect large contributions. Your average priest. All right. Keith. Keith. Look <laughs> um, out for Keith. Yeah, so you would know that uh, Creve is like this thunder god. Um, the priests of Creve tend to be more moral. Uh, it's an older religion. It's not as violent and unhinged as like the eternal fire. Okay. Okay. Lawyer? I'm glad that it's not violent and Should unhinged. I put my sword away so this priest isn't, you know, scandalized by the blood? <laughs> That's between you and Creve. Lawyer. Oh, Keith sounds pretty all right in. Did you say Keith? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, mm. you, yes. Have you not heard Rothnug of Creve? A... I know. I ever heard of him. Creve have most a... people? Yes. You probably have heard of Creve. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the uh, druids out in uh, Skellig, they worship. Yeah, that's the end of my statement because I don't know what they <laughs> worship. <laughs> Freya, I believe. Freya, yeah. I, so I ever heard of Keith. Oh. Oh, I from, spent the oh. most of my childhood in the woods. There are no, there are no lies there. Well, you there. may not know of him, but he knows of you and watches over all of you. Oh, so that's creepy. You type. <laughs> uh. But please, I please shoves enjoy the her food. face with Fire. more potato wedges when he says that. What is it that you need? Strange things have been happening in our village, travelers. Uh, you arrive in a time of great strife for my flock. Young people go missing at an alarming rate. We just lost two recently, Macklin and Winnie, and my heart aches, as do their parents. Some evil monster we suspect layers within the Alderwood, a forest that you can see just outside the village. Our rescue attempts are turned away seemingly by witchery. I, since Macklin's disappearance, Flan, his, his father, waits up all hours of the night looking for clues in the forest. Did you say Flan? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> What's Pudding. wrong with the name Flan? Oh, you keep going. Flan is gross. It's a food. Lies. It's a oh. food. It's gross. <laughs> the elf said pudding, and that... Elf pudding. Elf pudding. <laughs> Trauma. Elf pudding brings back trauma. Is it elf or is I it pudding? Don't know. I don't care how old I get. I will never forget elf pudding in El- Sunless Citadel. Elf pudding is on the same tier as the alchemy jug with me. Yeah, I can never separate the two. The internet yeah. can't make up their mind. Uh, is it pudding, pudding for elves or is it made of elves? All right, but keep, keep going. <laughs> uh, he says he hears strange noises and sees distant lights through the dense wood. And just last night, I prayed for deliverance in the form of outside aid. And Creve has delivered all of you. So Was that the first time that you paid for it? Yes. Fair enough. Though you may not know who he is, he knows who you are. We are all one field under Creve's sky. 
So how young are these kids that are going missing? Very young. Like, uh, or very young, not quite full adults. Like, like are you saying... 16, 17 years oh, so old. So they're not children. They're, uh, they're teenagers. Yes. Are you sure they ain't just running away? Oh, why would they? Oh. Teenagers scare the living shit out of me. And uh, what kind of uh, witchery <laughs> is going on in the woods whenever you're trying to go inside of it? We, we even hired a professional forester to guide us through the, the dense alderwood, and he apparently just ended up right back where he started. Oh, uh, so it's the kind of thing where you just go in, but when you go in, you're also, you just come out, and it's confusing. We don't know. Yes, I guess. But at the same time, we suspect they've gone in there, and they haven't reemerged. Why oh. is you thinking days gone in? I mean... Are there footprints? Like, have you trapped them in there? Have you seen one go in? Is there evidence? Well, we went down the road to the next village in Saints Crossing. They weren't there. There was no evidence of them going there. The forest is surrounds our, our settlement. And that with us not being able to navigate it and the strange lights and sounds we see some nights, it uh, gives us the impression that... Do I know anything about this? Uh, Would I be able to roll anything about this? Are they having this? a party? Just a very clever raid. No, there's nothing you can roll right now. <laughs> uh, and you said you strongly suspect some kind of beastie. Uh, have you found any tracks or seen a beast or anything of alike? Uh, no, not yet. Nothing but just the strange sights and uh, lights and uh, sounds that we've we've heard some nights. But I, as monsters can make sounds. All right. Um. I do have a question. Could I roll wilderness survival to see if I know anything natural that could cause lights in the forest or something like that? Sure. It's a stretch, but I'm going to try it. Uh, 14. 14, I mean, it could be like fireflies. Maybe if he's been up late a bunch of different nights, he could be hallucinating. You would, with that kind of roll, I would say you get the sense that like... They probably did go into the woods. That makes enough sense to you. Um, it would be easy enough to go the other way and track down, like, to see if they'd gone to another village. So they probably did, if they if they wandered, they probably did go into the woods. Okay. And I don't, I can't think of anything significant that would cause lights or such in the woods. No. Okay. I inherently think will-o'-wisps. I mean, this guy's. Uh, this guy lives next to the woods. He'd know the difference between like fireflies and scary lights. Yeah, and I suppose the other important question is: I mean, we's uh, we's be glad to help, but not for free. How much would you be uh, offering us if you can bring Macklin and Winnie safe back to us? Uh, we will pay you two hundred crowns. And should you slay the monster holding them hostage, I'll see that you are paid two hundred additional crowns. For your heroic deed. Does that sound fair to you, travelers? Only 200 crowns for a life of your children's? Do you not value them? We are but poor, humble peasants. I would just think you put more on a child's life in 100 crowns. That's enough. Do you want to uh, haggle? (laughs) When is Nug not haggled? (laughs) Nug is a beast. What do I need to roll? Because it's all going to be bad. Here's the question. Did you guys tell him any stories? I asked, shouldn't we tell him about the cockatrice? It doesn't sound like you did. I mean, not... I mean, I suppose we didn't, like, mention mm-hmm. it, but 
cat. I did specifically mention, mention, shouldn't we tell him about the cockatrice? I just never got the chance to role play it. Then go ahead and make a uh, persuasion or business roll. I will have Nug do that because... He's the one who talked about it. Not only that, it seems that my party members were not too keen on Nug doing this in the first place. 200 crowns is a lot of money. For a uh, little town. Yeah. It's a quiet village. So persuasion. If I was going to ask for anything, for I'd ask what? for some components Business. for the sword I want to build. Persuasion You know, basic stuff, not Come money. Come on, Nug, you have yet to fail this. Come on. 18. Not bad. That's actually not bad. Nug rolled a nine. He got a nine. Fail. It always happens because you fail and fumble your rolls. Come on. Actually, this isn't a pose. Oh. Uh, 18. Yeah. You're able to get 50 crowns bonus. Well, I, I, I could feel a love for your children's through this amount of money you've promised. Ines is doing the awkward fiddling with her thumbs. <laughs> he avoids eye contact with either of his teammates and I shakes the priest. Looming. <laughs> Ines pe- peers takes up the little the little eye patch to give you a glare. And he shakes the man's puts hand. Puts it back down. That's 250 crowns or rather 125 per child and 200 if we kill the monster. Yes. And what are the children's name? Uh, Macklin. And Winnie. And Winnie. And Winnie. So, These kids uh, play lacrosse. But uh, INF was very interested in helping, a, you know, children, teenagers, teenagers, children. Yeah. Anybody. Well, especially kids. She got left in the woods as a kid. She wants to help other okay, kids. Okay, yeah, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. They're in the woods. She doesn't know if they're safe. What if they don't meet somebody who saves their life? To kill, now this is important, to kill the monster who took them or to kill whoever took them? The, the beast. beast holding them hostage, right. I believe was the exact the phrase. Beast. Did we save the cockatrice head? We killed it. <laughs> we killed the beastie. <laughs> We've slayed the monster. Oh, God, what if we get there and there's just a bunch of statues? Oh, that's terrible. Well, we'd find the children. We could still bring back the stat. Oh, could you imagine how terrible that would be? Just tell them their bodies were never found. Ba-dum-bum. Oh, we found them. We could even okay. bring the children back. Is a body meat? Does it have to be meat to be a body? It is them. Their them has just been turned to stone. This is terrible. We should move on. <laughs> this is yeah, let's go. Don't let's, get, let's go. Don't get stoned, kids. Don't get stoned. <laughs> Save your meat. All right. So what do you want to do now? You, you've, you've negotiated with him. How are you going to start this? I ate lots of the food. The food's actually pretty good. Onion soup's pretty good in the morning. Uh, are, uh, will you please get started, I suppose. Is there anyone that you've got in your town at seeing any of the children right before they went missing? Well, I mean, we have the parents, uh, Macklin's, uh, family, Flan and Gita. Uh, they live, and he points out the house oh, within the town. And then, uh, Venetia, who is, is, is Winnie's mother. Uh, is that Forrester at you, Oyard still here? I'm afraid not. That was a, that was a, Little, almost a week ago. Well, if you guys wouldn't mind it, I suppose we could go talk to Flan and whoever else was there. Yeah, let's go. Yes. I mean, thank you yes. so much. Let's I will continue to stay in the temple and pray for their swift return. Oh, all right. May Kreev guide you. Oh, hey, by the oh, way, can you do Mihil and magic if we get hurt? You already negotiated more money out of well, it. Well, I ain't trying to get money. If I'm just saying if we get hurt, he's a priest, and priests can do that kind of stuff, right? Of course I can. Absolutely. All right. 
For a fee? <laughs> Just knock. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that. Ah. <laughs> uh. Let's go talk to some grieving parents. I just, yeah. that's DM4. I wasn't given a stat block. <laughs> you can you just go to the Church of Creve with a broken leg and he has band aids. Yeah. Puts a band aid on you. That's basically magic. Uh, all right, let's go speak to Flan. So you go to Flan's house. Uh, this is the morning still. Uh, when you go there, you see Flan uh, and his wife, Agita. Maybe the uh, priest, Tabert, goes with you and introduces you to them. What do you want to ask them? Yes, sir. Or you're, tell me about your kids. This Flan looks like bloodshot eyes. Are they both his children or it was one of Only them? Only one, there were one two of them. Sets of Macklin, Macklin was his son. Right. Oh, tell us about Macklin. Hey, he's a sweet, sweet lad. His room, when we found it, was undisturbed. He was a kind young man. I don't know what's, what's going on about it. Does anyone want to make a human perception? I just added a point to human perception. Charisma. I can try. I'll do charisma. Charisma? I'll do human perception. I didn't roll well, though. I got an 11. You can actually make a human perception, Ooh. charisma, Persuasion or seduction roll. Nug made an 18 charisma. I thought you were about How to say an 18 Nug seduction. Better? You said charisma, right? You did uh, say human perception, that. charisma, persuasion, yeah, okay. or seduction. So what was yours, Ineth? 11. Nug was 18? 18. Are you saying anything? And I imagine, Viver, when you're also glamoured going into yeah. this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just out here looking real hot and trustworthy. I am. Um... <laughs> You'd just be like... What's really going on? I want to Throw ask, the hip with your son. Lean on a door frame. I want to ask specifically. Dislocates hip. <laughs> What's going on? If, I want to ask specifically if Macklin seemed happy. Like, like you know, like kids run away and stuff like that. Did Macklin seem? Did Macklin seem happy? Oh yes, of course he did. And what did you ask specifically, Nug? Ayer is, uh, is he's acting weird or had he been saying anything that different or anything of the sort, anything that stands out? Because you rolled higher, um, you saying this to him, he just kind of, he's, he, this man looks exhausted, but he kind of shuffles back and forth on his feet. Uh, and he says, oh, the day before he uh, disappeared, we... We had a bit of words with each other. You see, he, uh, well, he's got an arranged marriage to Winnie coming up, and, uh, he, he weren't for it, the boy. He, he weren't his, to his will. I just figured he has cold feet typical for a young lad of his age. I didn't expect him to just disappear like that. And, er... Not only that, but with Winnie. Yes. Or at least at the same time. Or did oh, any of his friends from a village go missing before him? Yes, are these the first children to disappear? From this village, I. Uh, but there's been other rumors of people missing from Saints Crossing and Bartok Barrow as did well. He, did he know any of them? I had not to my knowledge, no, sir. Hmm. So you had a fight and he went missing. Uh, and if you want to talk about uh, Winnie's mother, is Venetia, she's across the way over there. Is it just her? It is just her, yeah. Okay. He lost her husband in the last war. Oh, it's a shame. 
Great, yeah. Our, Thunderbolt uh, of Creeve. Uh, Keith Bless. Uh, Keith Bless. <laughs> Keith Bless. Uh, yeah, I just don't know what to do. I hope he's okay. And I, I kind of hate to say this or ask this because it's it's a bit of a rude question, but I'm going to do it anyway. When you add words, did you also have heads? Nay, sir. It was just... It was it was a heated argument, but it were only words. Right, He's my right. son. I wouldn't lay hands on him like that. While we're talking to him... Dang, Nug has balls. <laughs> is the mother doing anything or looking extremely uncomfortable... No, she, she just looks sad. Okay, so she's not like, doesn't ever do that thing where she looks at the husband and is like, why are you saying that? Oh, wait, I should play it cool. No, no, okay. she just looks broken up. Like, he's like the only, a yeah, he's distraught more, mom. Yeah, he's the only one who can more keep it together during all okay. this. Yeah. Yeah, so she's not being quiet because she doesn't like, she's just that upset. Was That's his right. room missing anything? Was he? Nay, nay, madam. If you go in up? to his room and you look in his room, it is just like, Perfectly neat, normal. He's go, not like I his go through, main items are missing. I go through where his clothes are. I mean, there's like... Is he missing clothes? Notably a few outfits. Yeah. It's not like his drawers are full. It's a poor village. But his parents would know. Yeah, but I mean, maybe there's a couple like shirts or pants missing, but most of his stuff is still here. It's not like a whole suitcase is worth Did on Did you happen to have a... a, a a coin stash somewhere that he might have taken with him when he left? Or been missing any food lately? That's no. been snatched by critters or something? Not that we can see. It doesn't appear that he doesn't ran away. Like he, done but he planned to leave and packed up. He didn't argue in NOFT. What? He didn't run off. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, Let's go talk to Winnie's mother. Oh, your, yes. Oh, one more thing, uh, sir. Uh, Mr. Flan, uh, uh, did is your boy familiar with the woods that people are be thinking that kid's missing into? I mean, he's played in the outskirts as much as any other child, but I don't know if he's ventured deep into them primordial woods, sir. All right. Well, thank you, sir. If we find anything, we'll let you know. Not silent nodding. Uh, then there's the option in your dialogue to ask if you no want to play, if you want to play Gwent. Oh, well, best oh, wishes. I, uh, no Gwent. Nug reaches for the selection is dragged away and, by and, his friends. And nab him by his like and, stuff. Uh, <laughs> I nab kind of like you know slaps his wrist. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're for it. So thank you. <laughs> Do you want to play Gwent? Uh, so you, thank you. You make your way over to Venetia's house uh, and you knock on the door. Uh, and her eyes are also just bloodshot and super puffy. You can tell that she's been Poor baby. crying Slap like her a lot. The face. No. <laughs> Do you want to play? Snap out of it. <laughs> is there, uh, is you the mother of uh, Winifred? Yes, I am Winnie's mother. Uh, she and she just is like uh, incomprehensible. You can't hard to understand what she's saying. She's just at her on on her doorstep sobbing. I got that. <laughs> Can I give her a comforting Nug hug? knows how to handle hysterical people. <laughs> um, Wham! Oyer, I need you to stop crying so we can help you. <laughs> He's so mean! Do you want to... Does anyone want to roll a charisma check? 
snug. I'll let you roll at a minus four. I offered four. to give her a comforting hug. Yeah. yeah. Can I like lead her to a chair to sit down opposite of her and have a yeah, conversation? Yeah, why don't you and Ineth both roll? Yeah, charisma? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll I have still roll. nine, but I'm going to try still it. still roll at a minus four. 17. I got a nine. <laughs> Oh my god. At a minus four, it's an 11, so it's still not he a fumble. He still beat me! Ha! <laughs> uh, I offered to be comforting. Viverwin. <laughs> yeah, maybe you, you just read the situation, right? You lead her to a like rocking chair in her living room and sit her down, uh, and she starts collecting herself. I know that it's difficult, but I need you to be... I need you to be as, as as helpful as you can be to us so that we can help your daughter come back. She's my only treasure. Her her pa. He he died in the war with no cars. She is all I have left of him. I have no idea she ran off. It must be some monster. Why else would she run off? Well her uh, she also uh, gives you a basic description of like her appearance as we well. We heard from uh, Max, Flan, Ma- Macklin's parents. Macklin, yes, we heard from Macklin's parents that there was an arranged marriage. Yes, yes it is true. He, he, I don't think he desired her for anything other than her womanly virtue. Maybe he stole off with her to the forest to commit some sin, and they were both captured of the monster. I gotta punch him now. Well, oh no, because ain't it the same, oh, ma'am, or your, it seems as though Macklin uh, wasn't too keen on an arranged marriage. How was, uh, what was Winnie's or, uh, opinion, opinion on, uh, on the matter? I don't know. I see. The, I just didn't seem too upset about what, or just, she didn't talk about it much. Did she like Macklin? Or was he like, I mean, because, you know, kids come home, they talk about what's happening. Was Macklin ever bullier? Did she just not care for him? Were they friends, but didn't want to go to, like, a relationship level of anything? Or, you know, that kind of stuff. I I think they they were pretty good friends, at least when they were younger. Was... Whenever Winnie disappeared, did she have anything in her room that's missing? Was there any money from your purse or something missing? Nay, nay, not that I've seen. Have you checked? Have you, like, went through where she keeps her clothes and made sure there ain't much missing or anything like that? Nay, I haven't done much, no. Why why don't we go take a look in Winnie's room and just make sure there ain't nothing missing? Yeah, so you go and look, and it's the same situation. It's relatively made up. Mm -hmm. There's maybe a couple changes of clothes missing, but nothing like someone was packing to travel across the country or anything. And you ain't gone missing any food? Nay. So what do you want to do? Let's go out to the forest. Yeah, like they're just not go. giving us Let's any info. Let's this go. This rate, I really don't know much about what else we could do except go to the forest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the forest, uh, again, like there's wooded areas all across like this farming community, um, but the forest they're talking about, it kind of envelops around it, like it's kind of nestled into a little nook of it. Um, and that's beyond just the surface level forest that's connected to it. It's like a primordial, you know, wild forest beyond okay. just the the human Ancient. touched parts um 
so you're you're able to get into it uh as you go in uh make me a wilderness survival roll can do oh boy Inef takes a deep breath and smells the forest plus six I got a 17 as did Vivowin <laughs> I got an eight. 17 for you and Viverwin. Nug has no idea. Uh, so maybe you find some small trails leading in and you quickly make your way towards the more denser uh, We primeval. need to look out for Makeout Overlook. <gasps> oh, Do we yeah. see any signs yeah. of the teenagers? Yeah. So as you make Her your way in virtues. to the Alderwood Forest, I actually have some art for it. I'm going to castrate this guy. He hasn't done anything. If he's just going to fuck this chick. But we don't know that. It's just a mom it's talking. It's the Witcher universe. It's a bad time to be a young female. It sounded like he didn't want to get married in the first place. Maybe she's not pretty enough for the jerk. As you're going into this forest, it's only about midday, but it gets noticeably darker and gloomier. Oh, this is really spooky. This is what it looks like. Oh, that is really spooky. That's beautiful. It that looks like good a, color. Looks like very the kind blue. Of image I would have used for the Force of a Thousand Legs. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I am mad that I didn't find this image for that adventure. <laughs> Probably it's didn't like exist. Foggy uh, and shadowy. As you go deeper and deeper in, the air almost becomes thick and nug. Your medallion <gasps> does, does start to jingle. Dirt, I, er, oh wait, what the? I need else? you all to roll me resist magic checks. Well, I my medallion. Er, <laughs> Nug doesn't even know what to do, does he? He doesn't know what this means. Okay, though, I, I imagine. A 15. 24. 24. 15. Ooh, you got a critical. Nug and Ineth fail. <gasps> oh, no. And uh, I have no luck to spend. Viverwin succeeds, though, die. with a critical. Um, so what happens is you're wa- walking through the forest. You're walking through the woods. There's no one around and your phone is your dead. Phone is dead. <laughs> and out of the corner of your eye, you see him shine a lot. Let's go. Come on. What do we see? You see him about 30 yards back. Boy, is that Stanley Yonuts? Running for your life from Shia LaBeouf. Or what's his name for Transformers? Eating all you the bodies. See, you, you see that like Nug and Ineth look like they're following you and just start veering off. And you're able to catch them and pull them back on or, track. I what? Oh, what's and that to you over guys, there? it's like Ineth was, in, or it looks like Viverwin was in front of you the whole time, and then just whoop, like reality warps in front of you, and she's turning around and like calling, pulling you back on the trail. Ufta, what uh, was that? Hey, Viverwin, do you know what this means? And he holds up the medallion from his neck. That's and what it's shaking. shaking. Mm-hmm. It's shaking. I'm going to cup it and hold it up. And just let it sort of vibrate in my palm for a minute. Did uh something is here? Did our something wo- magical? Oh, is that what? Oh, it means magic's coming on. You did. Oh, I yeah. asked I him. He said I learned about magic. You know. Okay. Well, congratulations. You've learned. <laughs> what was that magic? Did it not feel like magic, Ines? I don't know what magic feels like. You know what? That's fair. Uh, You're able to. Pull everyone with you, and you find this like after wandering through just wilderness for a little bit, you stumble upon a worn trail leading through the woods, and you come upon a clearing, and you see in this clearing covered wagons, and you see the backsides of some crescent shaped building, 
and from behind it there's this like smoke cloud rising like from as if from some sort of fireplace and you hear a loud voice rumble from out behind it it seems we have guests uh oh oh no and that's where we're gonna pick up next time that sounds oh my bad fuck come back for the spooky wood show oh, next week spooky ah! woods it's Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D, gallon. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag thirdgallon, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfi, and you can find more of his work at youtube.com slash Music. And you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash michaelgelfie. Our theme music for this season was composed by Alexander Nakarada. You can find more of his work at serpentsoundstudios.com and support him at patreon.com slash anakarada. That's patreon.com slash A-N-A-K-A-R-A-D-A. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. <laughs>